Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys. How good's footy? No, no comment. Shut up, Tom. There's no football. This is... There's no football this weekend Tom, as far as I'm Shut your mouth, sure, Tom. Footy's the best. Pretty sure I checked and there there wasn't a game. I mean, there wasn't a game. Couldn't have been a game because I'm pretty sure Tom, at one point my team's percentage was zero. So Do you want me to punch him, Joel? I'm so close. <laughs> For the first time in your life, Tom, I need you to shut the fuck up because this is bigger <laughs> than you. This is bigger than Geelong. Oh, because bigger than sexy AFLW land. It's not bigger than is, sexy land. That's the biggest sexy land in the world. It's bigger than sexy it's land. It's not bigger than sexy land. Tom, the first round happened. Footy is officially one hundred percent back. Actually, that's bigger than sexy land. If I went, if I went in and said, "What's the biggest dildo you have?" They'd just send me a photo of the opening round of twenty twenty one. Go on, son. Go fuck yourself with this. <laughs> this is the biggest thing we've got this year. So. Yeah. <laughs> Footy is back. And again, against all odds, because like fucking this weekend, things were firing all around Australia once more. And I was like, shit, not again. We made it through round one. Yep. Just. Um, we might not make yeah, it through round and- two, but hey, we've made it through round one. That's a good start. <laughs> Yeah, um, there is a few things that have come up, but we'll get to that at the end of the round, because fuck it, who cares about anything else? Let's just get into footy, because not only is footy back, boys, I experienced it up close, because round one, Thursday night at Icon Park, I was there. Member. The member. Yeah, you traitorous fuck. No, no, no. I'm okay with it. What? Yeah, Thank I don't you. know. Sure, I'm, ba- I'm flip-flopping. No, 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 I'm flip-flopping back and forth. going to open the curtain it's here. Great. The entire time that we've been down on this little holiday together, Sean's been talking about how much Joel's a big TC for going for Carlton. <laughs> so uh, this is new. This is new information. <laughs> no, but he did go for Carlton at one point. When? It's not exact. No, he, he's always been a Carlton man, what except you- for that one brief season when he was a North Melbourne man. That's right, true. <laughs> yeah, true. So it's not a huge TC move. It's still, I don't know. I would have picked Brisbane I would personally. say that uh, look, TC I was going for North Melbourne on the weekend too. 
Well, you're oh. a cunt. Well, that's uh, yeah, that is <laughs> that Joel, is big taste. I can't behavior. support that. I can't defend it, frankly. Uh, that's that's real bad, man. That's, <laughs> but I mean, how good did they look, though? Well done. Oh, <laughs> they're dangerous. Um, and I've got a bit of insider uh, something that will be an exciting game in the future because uh, when I was at Icon Park on Thursday, they uh, let slip that Carlton and North Melbourne are playing their round four, which is not officially oh. announced, Ooh. but they said that, and that would be a juicy game. That's a juicy game, especially at Icon, like big crowd. Anyway, yeah. rolled in. Uh, yeah, friend of the show, Jason, has bought me a Carlton membership. So I don't know if I count as a TC. I didn't buy it myself. Fair I enough. got gifted it. It was a gift. So you're a gift TC. A GTC. What are you talking about? Yeah, you are a GTC. How is that any different, Tom, than if you were wearing Sean a... Said, if- Sean just said you're a GTC. No, no, no. If I'm wearing a Brisbane scarf supporting my mate or wearing an Essendon scarf supporting my mate or a Port Adelaide scarf supporting my brother... Mm. I'm doing mm. it for family and friend reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have just said, Jason, thank you so much. How about that club just takes that donation to the footy department? Instead, yep. you've taken advantage of it. So you're a so, gift TC. Joel, I only, went I... Along, I only went along calling you a GTC because it rolled off the tongue so beautifully. It sounded <laughs> yeah, so it's, good. It's, it's, it does sound good. But uh, Tom, so if we were to get you like a, I don't know, if I was to get you a Carlton membership for the FLW team or Sean, like this doesn't really affect Brisbane at the moment because they don't have any more games in Melbourne. But if Brisbane were playing more games in Melbourne and Sean was like, I bought us both AFLW memberships for Brisbane so we can go to the home games, you would say no. You'd look the GTC horse in the mouth and say, fuck off, horse. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I think Sean would lose all respect for me if I accepted that gift. No, not at all. I would be like, uh, because it's it's Brisbane, Tom. I'd be like, well done, Tom. (laughs) You're getting smarter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, also, there's no, there's no danger of that happening anytime soon. <laughs> um, so basically what happened uh, on Thursday night, uh, rolled into the ground. I bought w- w- like my membership ticket plus one friend. You're just ready to see some, some live football for the first time. Like, I think the last live footy event I went to was a, was a Collingwood, no, an Adelaide Geelong game in the AFLW mm. in Geelong. Oh, yeah. I, I was That's nearly going to go to the last ever, mm. that last live game, which is that Friday, the 13th game. Yeah. But at the last minute, we decided to to watch it at yeah. home at my grandma's house. Joel, Tom, sometimes things are in the history, like are in the past for a reason. Uh, thank you for interrupting my story about now for something that happened a year ago <laughs> where you can't even remember the exact results. <laughs> Joel, can I ask? Yes. Were you weak at the knees when you looked out at a football oval? Oh, big time. It was... Let me, like, there was a lot going on, but uh, basically what ended up happening was, uh, so on the Thursday at about four o'clock, two other friends were like, oh, actually, I really want to go. I booked membership tickets, and I was like, do you know what? We'll just buy other tickets. Like, I'll lose, like, it's $10 we're losing, who cares? Yeah. But uh, then another person ended up coming, so there was four of us in total. Um, So we had two tickets and three tickets, so I was like, you guys take the three. I'll go to the members and uh, I'll try and like walk through into the general admission. I'm stupid because obviously there would be a big fence or something. Yeah. And there was a big fence. So what ended up happening was uh, I spent the first half sitting with uh, some of the siren stuff. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if listeners would be aware, but my etiquette of existence versus Gemma and siren are a little different. Yes. Uh, yep. So I was on my absolute best behavior. So you only, but- you only said three cunts instead of the usual ten. <laughs> well, another thing that happened was I'd rolled into, prior to the match, had rolled into my favorite uh, 
It's my favorite footy pub. And it's my favorite footy pub because they've got a lot of big screens. They're always playing cricket on one, footy on the other, but you can see both at the same time. And they're both equally big. Oh. Uh, so I was getting big oh. bash highlights whilst uh, warming up for this AFLW game. And oh. th- they have $7 pints. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's that's some quality, quality setup by that pub. So, uh, What's the name of the pub? Just plug it for them. Uh, the unofficial yeah, yeah, footy yeah. pub sponsor is... Yeah, it's the it's the Parkview Hotel. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah, Parkview Hotel, proudly sponsoring unofficially Haggard's footy since yeah, 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 yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, uh, well, it's been probably since 2018, to be honest. Since Joel was born. True, that's yeah. true. <laughs> the mo- since the moment I saw the how cheap pints are sign, <laughs> yeah. I was like, poof. <laughs> Joel's first birthday. Ground. Most kids, McDonald's. Joel, <laughs> Parkview. Daddy, can but- I get three pints and watch some cricket and footy together? <laughs> Uh, it's important to note that, so usually the pub stuff wouldn't come into consideration because it's, a- again, about the game, which I'm very excited to talk about, but... Uh, something that I forgot about with the AFLW season starting is when you call AFLW footy on Twitter, people come after you and oh, say yeah. dumb shit like, oh, it's not real footy or yeah. <laughs> come to me when they can kick 13 goals, 12 in a game. And you're like, well, you, you know, now from COVID games that is definitely anyway, but my favorite thing to do is so obviously when people go after accounts like that, they're kind of expecting people to be, uh. Like being like, pull your head in, idiot, or, like- <laughs> or just just ignoring them, just straight yeah, yeah, back, yeah. you know. You- or just be like, yeah. Um, instead, from the Haggard's Footy account, because uh, I'd had two of those seven dollar pints I was talking so much about, <laughs> and you were fired tweeted. up on footy. Uh, yeah, and I was so excited. This was only like this was like an hour out from game Ooh. time. I was finishing off a beer, booking an Uber, getting very close. Um, yeah, and I tweeted, um, actually, I got the proper tweet here. Yeah, good. I think you need to read it out because basically what's happened here, Joel, is that uh, some knucklehead on Twitter has decided to to just, just bowl a, a, a sort of a full toss at you, basically. And rather than, yeah. than some Twitter accounts that sort of block it or maybe tap it through for four, you've gone the full Glenn Maxwell reverse sweep <laughs> ramp for six. Uh, so I tweeted uh, from the Haggard's Footy account a poll uh, that was, footy is back tonight. How are you feeling about it? And the two options were good and fucking good. Um, <laughs> Which one won? Fucking good yeah, one. Good. Yeah, it so was a landslide. Good, yeah. good. Uh, and then some fuckhead who I won't name just no. tweeted, not not real footy. Responded to that. Doesn't follow us. Doesn't know about the show. Just had been searching the AFLW hashtag and replying to tweets, trying to start a fight. And I just don't think he was ready for what he got back, which was... <laughs> <clears throat> Cunt, I cannot comprehend anyone ever caring about what you think, but if we ever need the opinion of a stupid cunt, we'll be sure to tag you. It's, um, it's, quite, it's quite possibly, I, I, I feel that Hemingway heard this, came back to life mm. and killed himself because he'd never write a sentence that good. Yeah, and uh, I really like tweeting like that in response to relatively, like just like annoying digs because they're not expecting it. But I do forget that uh, Twitter doesn't like 110% aggression. Uh, so I tweeted that, booked an Uber, got in the Uber, went to look at how it was going, or if he'd replied, got hit with the, uh, this Twitter account has been locked for 12 hours. And I was like, oh. So, uh, so you got how good's uh, footy a- locked <laughs> yes. at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yes. Uh, an hour before the season kicked off, 
Uh, so where I would have been easily able to just take lots of photos, tweet from the game, instead I couldn't do anything because the first thing I did was get us banned from Twitter. <laughs> that's that's pretty on brand for Joel, I feel. <laughs> good, like Good start to the season. It, 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 look, it tracks. And I will say this, uh, I know that a few people listening to this have uh, gone after this idiot and uh, look good on you. Ja- I would, as, as a How Goods footy, uh, as a member of Hagrid's Footy, I am asking you to not go after him because he's a pindict fuck, and he literally don't retweet, don't whatever, because he feeds on it. What you can do is report the tweets that he's put up where he's been particularly egregious. Uh, I think he's he's sworn and abused a couple of actual footballers. So re- report those accounts, and if you can, um, just continually remind Fox Footy, the Carlton Footy Club, the Essendon Footy Club, the Melbourne Footy Club, and the Adelaide Footy Club that they follow this account. Um, but don't interact with him directly. I know that some people were good on you for flying the flag uh, in the absence of Hagrid's footy being able to because someone got us banned. Uh, <laughs> Hero. Don't, yeah, don't, don't engage. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we obviously, I don't endorse my behavior. I would never recommend anyone lives like me. Uh, look, it makes good there podcast material, can. but being banned from everything. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, there's, it takes a lot. To uh, be tweeting fire like that whilst, in the other hand, trying to neck a pint before the uh, Uber rolls in. Before you then roll into a footy game and then find out you're sitting with Siren for a half. Uh, so, yeah, that was straight off the back of that. Question, so, um, question did you uh, did you tell them? Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> and? Gemma rolled her eyes, yeah. but everyone else was pretty supportive. The general consensus was, I don't think you said anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> and I, I said, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I love that a lot. Gemma, get on board. <laughs> Yeah. So Jason, friend of the show there too. So we were all sitting in the members very close together. And then at halftime, I moved into my seat and one of my other friends come in, came and met me. And uh, if you are familiar with the result of the game, Collingwood did beat Carlton by a goal. Boo. But at halftime, yeah, huge boo. Look, sometimes the, uh, like, it's like, think of it like the first act of a movie. The villain has to win a little bit yeah. so that the hero can fight back and win it's the true. fight. There is yeah. that point where it looks like Henry Cavill's going to beat Tommy Gunn Cruise in Mission Impossible Fallout, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, No, he doesn't. He never could. No. Nah. And he never will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at halftime, uh, after a flurry of, like, I think it was three goals in nine minutes by Collingwood, Carlton were yet to score. And in fact, at one point in the second quarter, it might have even actually been at halftime, They'd had zero forward 50s. Oh. So me and uh, yeah, one of my friends who had then come to sit with me in the members because he was absolutely fired up from what he'd seen. Uh, so the first thing that happens is I meet up with him with the spare ticket and he's like, I just saw Eddie, Maguire and Gil. They're here. Oh. And I said, oh my God. And he's like, I was like, how close were you? And he was like, they took me by surprise. And I looked up and said, yuck. And they definitely heard me. <laughs> <laughs> so he recreated it. And yeah, they were sitting in like a box, but there was no glass. And yeah, he turned around, like he stood up and was like walking towards like, I think like an exit. Saw them was like, oh, yuck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Eddie apparently gave him a look. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Um, they're, they're both yeah. yuck. They're both, it yeah. was... We were uh, talking with our good friend Damo, who we do another podcast with called Scaredy Boys, new episodes out yep. on Friday, um, yep. just about, you know, how do you feel about some of the administration of the AFL? Does that ruin the game for you? It's like, no, we still have our club. And I think every AFL supporter knows that the organization mm. presiding over the game is a bunch of fuckheads. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> Must suck to barrack for Collingwood, though. Just to be completely embarrassed by your shithouse club. Correct. Yeah. Except they did win on the weekend, which, ah, that sucks. 
sucks when the bad yeah. guys well, have a little victory in a big battle. Actually, yeah. actually, though, boys, 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 it's all coming true. What did we What did we need to happen in the first round for Taylor Harris to come out and kill someone next week? Uh, we needed a draw, Tom. Ah, uh, bugger! But... I thought it was well. I lost my fire up even more. That's true, um, but. Uh, yeah, so basically, Frank joined us, sat in our seats, we were like almost right behind the goals that Collingwood had just been kicking to, and I was like, look, don't worry, this side of the ground's so warmed up now. It's it's on. And then, yeah, Carlton came out in the third quarter, and it exploded. It was exciting. And yeah, like the game, the intensity of the game from halftime onwards was like through the fucking roof. Um, and even though the first goal of the game was scored by Collingwood, the roar of the crowd when a goal was kicked... Nothing like it. How'd you feel? Yeah, that's oh. what I want to know. Do you feel like you were home? I felt like I was home. Oh. And then, I don't know if you guys watched the game, um, but Jess Hosking kicked a goal from like 40, 45 out. Did you cry? I've never, like, I rode the goal and it was like towards us and the crowd, you could also feel them riding it. And the moment it went through, I reckon there was moments, I reckon, look, so I didn't hug a stranger. But I reckon there was definitely stranger hugging happening in the area. <laughs> oh, that's, people were losing their minds. You're describing that goal gave me goosebumps. I'm looking forward to writing my first goal. Yeah, yeah. In <laughs> Your first goal of the season. In person is what I meant. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was easy to be confused. Up, yeah, no, I understand yeah. why that would be easy to be confused about that, but that's yeah. fine. I, I wrote a goal on the weekend. <laughs> in the fourth quarter? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Late in the game. Yeah, late in the game. It's all right. Yeah. North had only kicked nine at that point. Shut up. Yeah. Sometimes those um, cheap hey, goals can be good. We're not up to that game yet. <laughs> yeah. All right? Um, so, oh, yeah, are we going to do that game? Please. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> um, Collingwood won by a goal, but yeah, the atmosphere was so good, and I can't believe footy's back. And also, everything that led up to it was the most fucking how good's footy thing in the world. <laughs> it was. Look, it really was. And Joel, Webb, Sean and I are very jealous. Um, I think in hindsight, I'm glad I wasn't at my game, maybe. Uh, yeah, there wouldn't have been much to uh, just don't stand know. up and cheer about. <sighs> don't know how it would have gone. Might have had to have a hundred Milo ice creams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and intensity- if you could find them, if I could find, them. <laughs> I might not have been able to find them. I might have been too disheartened to find them. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, not what we're talking about. Huge. And then Friday night, another fucking enormous game. Uh, St Kilda took on Western Bulldogs, and this game was big uh, for a lot of reasons. But the one thing that we mentioned it being huge with was that Alice Burke, daughter of Nathan Burke, was playing for St. Kilda against her dad's Western Bulldogs, but she was wearing his old number. And we discussed this last week, but we were like, look, Nathan Burke's going to want the win, but if St. Kilda get up, he'll it'll be like Mighty Ducks-esque, basically. He was, like, he was, he was pretty happy. Like, he was like... Oh, how could you not? Think? I mean, fuck. Yeah. That's, again... If we had to distill How Good's Footy into an image, it is Nathan Burke hugging his daughter after she's won her very first ever game of football against his side, and he looks happy because yeah. his daughter's oh, yeah. playing footy and how fucking good is footy. I think and- it's the most powerful photo I've ever seen. I don't know, it's- Sean. There's there's one on the stairs of the house that we're currently staying in of a certain uh, lion fist pumping on That's the true. Siren. I will retweet that later in the week from the <laughs> How Good's Footy account. It is a great framed and autographed photo. No, but this photo is fucking incredible. Yeah, it's 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 what it's what I think footy is all about. And I think yeah. I think particularly for the AFLW, there's more of these great like community based stories. Like yeah. I, like the idea. You know, I think you guys touched on it last week, or maybe we were just talking about it. The the idea that 
when they present jumpers, it's either like players at the club or family members yeah. presenting the jumpers, which is just yeah. a really nice touch. Yeah, Brisbane have been doing family and the photos are like, you tear up fucking looking at this stuff. You see the players so happy, their dad or their mum or some of their grandmas are presenting it. Or like a, Brisbane had a good one where it was the Spark, like um, if Spark was presenting her sister Ruby with her jumper. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> um, and, you know, she was tearing up and it was just like, oh, so am I. I fucking love it. <laughs> I think it's because AFLW, you kind of have stripped back that privilege of, I don't know, you know when you're in high school and there's a, a bloke who's good at footy and it's just like, oh, he's just going to go and probably get yeah. into the system and play AFL yeah. and he doesn't yeah. really, like, I, people still work hard and they're still really proud of themselves for making it to the top level, but there's a, yeah. I don't know, it just feels different. Whereas this feels yeah, like it, for so long the opportunity wasn't I, there and now that it's there, it's so appreciated. I think I think what it is, boys, is there is a distinct lack of um, private schoolboy fuckhead energy yes. in the AFLW yeah, because yeah. there are no private schoolboys. Yeah. And it doesn't have that, like, even like the academy feel of it, of in the sense of like, it feels like every player that's making an AFLW team has worked really hard for it and has done it through their own training and off their own yeah. back rather yeah. than sometimes- like players just being like, all right, you're in year 10 and you look like you're going to be a gun footy player. So we're giving you a scholarship to this fucking sports facility yeah. training thing where you're going to study for an hour a day, but then you're going to be kicking a footy for seven. Yeah. Yeah. And while yeah. wins are obviously still very important, it just feels like it's that purest form of sport where it's like, fucking how good is it that we just get to go out in the field oh. and play footy? And you can and you can see that every time you watch a game. Like this is the thing that always baffles me with- Dickheads who are like, oh, there's no real footy. It's like you've been complaining that because they're the same fuckheads who complain that the men's comp is too soft now and that yeah. footy's ruined. It's like you want to watch pure footy. Watch the AFLW. They tackle harder. It's big marks. It's long kicks. It's chaos. Mm. Like it's yeah. none of the zone defensive shit that you're always complaining. Yeah. Like they tackle to kill <laughs> and it's unreal. Like, yeah, I think, and they're playing at community grounds. AFLW is, is footy distilled in its purest. Form. Hook it straight into my fucking veins, boys. Yeah. Straight and, uh, in. I don't wanna like don't wanna take it back too far because we're only two games in, but uh I tell you what. Uh some of the players this season, very fiery, very early on, <coughs> Matty Pressbarkers <coughs> starting huge punch. <laughs> <laughs> we can only respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh it also resulted in a huge photo where it looks like uh two players are about to murder each other. So that was pretty good. Well, former um, teammates. That's the that's the best part. Of that. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Uh, no, it's all a bit of fun. It's good. Uh, at that point, Gemma turned to me and said, "Isn't that why you're here?" And I said, "That's a rude thing to say." I mean, yeah, I love it, but I would be here regardless. <laughs> and then the first two games of the season, tight. The next five are uh, varying degrees of blowouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one enormous one, but the rest of the games were not close. <laughs> Wouldn't a uh, which enormous one are you talking about there? I don't remember. Right, we'll get to it. Yeah, cool. We won't forget. Uh, no, I have never forget. Can't ever forget. never forgive. <laughs> All right. So on Sunday, uh, Adelaide beat. Uh, West Coast by 38. Oh, wait, no, sorry. First of all, that wasn't Sunday. Second of all, that was not the next game. Let's try that again. Then on Saturday, uh, Melbourne beat the Suns uh, by 21 points. Gemma, very happy about that. Um, her number one team beat her number two team, which would be rough for most people, <laughs> but she loved it. I um, think the best thing out of this game is uh, seeing Tex Perkins kicking goals and having 
a fucking huge game. Fuck, she's good. Just how I know we're you know we'll just this is the last thing I want to say on this. But how good was that fucking pass? Like oh, threaded the needle. Just like just the most beautifully weighted. It didn't. It deserve. It didn't end up in a goal. It deserved a fucking yeah. goal though. It was the most incredible little deft kick. She's a jet, and uh, I'm so glad she's back in the footy system. I think there'd probably be a lot of Melbourne supporters that saw that it kicks nine goals one at three quarter time that uh, just did a little piss and shit in their pants from pure excitement and joy. <laughs> I haven't, they haven't been that accurate, I think, ever in their entire history, either yeah. either men or women's teams. So <laughs> no. that's big for them. Also, boys, this game gave us possibly the greatest haircut in football history. Yeah. And I went on the record on our Twitter account, but I just want to say it here again now, if you are a Melbourne supporter, I want you to pledge that if, if Melbourne go all the way, you are getting a Paxman. Yep. Because that haircut is fucking incredible. And I think, I mean, it's supercharged her. She had like 14 touches in a quarter with that haircut. Yeah. yeah I'll tell you what, huge. she's she's a big chance to win the Carney medal. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the Carnlo? <laughs> yeah. Big, big chance. Um, The next game. Uh, So Saturday afternoon, Adelaide just got it done against West Coast. Yep. Uh, 56 played 18. Yeah. Aaron Phillips kind became of- the leading goal kicker in the AFLW because that's just what she does, even though she's missed. Past the whoosh, eh? Yep, she passed Wooshner. I think she's on 31 or 32. General will message us during the week to tell me that I'm wrong. Um, but she's now the leading goal kicker in the AFLW and she missed two seasons with injury. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, she's... What the fuck? Anyway. Every, next- se- every single season, like, AFLW starts a new season. I'm like, all right. This is probably the season where Aaron Phillips falls off a bit. Or like, oh, she's back after like an ACL. Like, she's going to be rusty. That's sad. That's probably her career. Probably won't be as good. Nah. Nah. She looks like she'd been bench pressing cars in the offseason. Yeah. Just loading up Toyota Camrys (laughs) on the fucking weights rack. Pumping (laughs) them. Adelaide are going to be... Adelaide are going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. You uh... You forget that, like... It's insane that one player makes such a huge difference, but she just does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's two teams based solely on round one. Yeah. Thanks, that, uh, Adelaide. That's that's great for you to say. Uh, Brisbane are looking yeah. unstoppable. Yeah, they're looking pretty incredible. No, but I think you're you're probably referring to North Melbourne or Fremantle. Yes. I don't think and look, Brisbane. Yeah, I, I think there were four teams that were like, whew, I don't, look out. No, yeah. I think only three, because if, if I remember correctly from the whole weekend and haven't blocked anything out due to trauma, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> North Melbourne had a bye, I think. They may as well have. That was the opposition. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they definitely had a training session where they just had goal practice. Yeah. Also, something that I did brush over, and credit where credit's due, we're a biased podcast, but I'm not above complimenting this team. Collingwood, for that first half of the game, looked so switched on. And if they bring that energy into the like this year... I don't think they'll necessarily be the best team. In fact, I don't. I think that would be an outrageous and insane claim to make. But I think they're going to be an exciting team. And if you're a Collingwood supporter, and every time you think of the men's team, you spew up all over yourself, as you rightfully should, the women's team at least has a glimmer of hope. <laughs> so to go- I'll say that about Gold Coast. Gold yep. Coast had a fucking crack. They were just not as polished yeah. as Melbourne. Yeah. And, oh boy, gave away a few... Bad fifty meters, just some, sh- and from players who should know better too. That was the killer. Like it wasn't yeah. like a first year player. I think like what, like maybe Jamie Stanton gave one. I think Virgo gave another one. Like yeah. players who absolutely, Casler gave away. I think a couple, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing, guys? You are the you are the ones who are setting the example. Just you know, pack it in a bit. Um, yeah. Then 
Sunday. Yeah, cool. First game on Sunday. Uh, North Melbourne won a training drill. Huh. I um yeah I th- I thought the first game on Sunday was <laughs> Richmond Brisbane. That's the only game I remember watching. No, uh, Tom. Yeah. I ju- I would hate to uh make you relive anything, but uh, North Melbourne beat Geelong, and at three quarter time it was eight goals four to a team that hasn't scored yet. Um, I know that there was a point in this game where Geelong kicked behind and North Melbourne's percentage was 5,000. <laughs> and there's part of me that's like, you know what? If you're going to do that, at least you're part of history. Yep. In that we now <laughs> helped uh, a team get to the highest ever percentage in both the men's or women's comp with uh, 788. And the previous highest percentage was set in 1904. So on one hand, oh, Roy. there's... Uh, <laughs> There's that, and then I thought yep. Amy McDonald was really fucking good, considering there was an implo- there was a murder happening around her. She just kept trying. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, there's a few players who are better than they should be, who I think just <laughs> forgot that the season had started. Um, yep. I don't know about you, but I was talking the other week about how Rocky Cranston's been pumping iron in the gym and looks pretty fired up. Don't know if she was actually at the ground. Um, I think the only people who were at the ground were our backline, Amy McDonald and... Uh, and Terence and your mum. And Terence and my mum. Dad did say while the results sucked, he said it was so nice being at the footy again. And apparently Geelong's COVID safety stuff made my mum very happy. And that's high praise because she doesn't like the yep. supermarkets. So, um, yeah, I reckon... GMHBA, better than Coles. Yep. That's the slogan, and I think the less said about that game, that's enough. The only reason uh, that I'm not crying on air is that I went out and uh, bought a poncho. Um, which you're currently which wearing. I'm currently wearing, and I put it on immediately after the game, and it cheered me up. There is no yeah, way to be uh, unhappy in a poncho. Uh, also, I would like to point out, so you're in the same room as Sean. Yep. I'm over Zoom with you. Yep. You were not looking at the webcam or at Sean during that entire monologue, no. and it did look like you were about to cry. <laughs> I there was a point where I I just knew it, like the thing that I think that hurt the most was I, I like I knew we were an outside chance to beat North Melbourne. They're an incredibly good side. Uh huh. And I knew at halftime, okay, the odds of us coming back from where we are to win are slim. Yeah. I just mm. want to see a bit of fight. Yeah. Look us in the eye mm-hmm. when you talk to us, Tom. I just want. I just wanted to see a bit of fight. Yep. And then at three quarter time, I just wanted a goal. And I got yep. the well, goal. Well, you got a goal. We got a huge you fucking got- goal. Astro Connor kicked her first ever goal for Geelong, which was exciting. And I liked that the team got around her. I liked the energy was up because we need that energy for next week. Because if we uh-huh. let this result get to us, well, the team might die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he uh- was up and about for that goal, I will say. Oh, that's and, good. That's and good. Joel, I did. I did what I had to do as a friend. After the game, he was down. I made him some yep. hot dogs. I said, you look good in that poncho, mate. I built him back up. He, Sean, I'm here today because of Sean Carney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean, I hope that as you went to give him the hot dog, you took the actual hot dog out of the bread and said, enjoy your toast. <laughs> Actually, yeah, <laughs> shit. We've, um, we've, yeah. No, it's all right. We've I had some toast there. on a Saturday, yep. and uh, it's just as bad as I remembered. <laughs> Yeah, look, I had a. I, look, I wouldn't know. I had toasted breakfast on Sunday, so maybe I preemptively knew what was coming. <laughs> Curse. 
I will also say, I think the scariest part of this for you, uh, Tom, is not... I mean, the scoreline's bad. They beat you by 61 points. It was 71 plays 9, and you didn't score until the last quarter. But the fact that you had 25 inside 50s and they had 27 and beat you by 10 goals. Their their entries were just... I mean, yeah, there were so many things. They were cleaner than us. They were better than us. There were some dog shit free kicks that never helped. And, uh, like, not that they would have done much. There's always fucking dog shit free oh, kicks. Sean was watching. Doesn't matter. Sean, <laughs> there was one that you nearly got up and punched the TV for, and you don't barrack for the team. Mate, I'm in the same room as you. <laughs> oh, God. No, I agree with Tom. Um, yeah. If yeah. one or two things had gone Geelong's way, they would have reversed 11 goals. Yeah. And look, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I just say that. <laughs> We basically we were playing badly. We were getting beaten, and no luck went our way either. So it was basically the trifecta of dog shit, which was you know good fun. Well, Tom, we won't dwell on this for too much longer because we got some celebrating to do. Oh. Because on Sunday, Howgood's Footy won its first game of footy for 2021. Oh, it was good. I was excited. Sean, was- you were the underdogs in this game. I don't know fucking why. How did that happen? I don't think it was betting, like, you know, odds-wise. I think on the tipping website, people were backing Richmond like there was no tomorrow. I think as people are like, oh, yeah, Richmond, their, their men's team's real good, and um, mm. their coaches are fuckheads, so maybe they'll, the women's team will be good. Don't no, know. Don't they, know what happened. They haven't won a game yet. They Someone became the first <laughs> ever player for the AFLW side to kick a goal at Punt Road when I think they had three home games last season. Brisbane's first win at Punt Road in 60 years. So, Jesus. No, they look good, Sean. Yeah, boy. They look very good, mate. They did. I think the weather, like the wind was a bit tricky. There was definitely, um, whoever was doing the boundary riding said that whoever wins a toss, it's probably worth a few goals in the first quarter and it sort of proved to be the case. Katie Brennan started like a house on fire. I thought her first quarter was pretty good, but she just did the Katie Brennan thing of not really. She was very unlucky and I think proved... Everyone correct when they said, hey, Katie Brennan, you should be playing at centre-half forward. Yeah. Um, my favourite player is Aura yep. O'Dwyer. But yep. she's got some stiff competition now because fucking hell. Isabel Dawes. She could be anything, boys. It's going to be the Dawes medal. <laughs> but she's going to be the best player <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I fucking love her. So yesterday, I think she had 21 touches, which is her personal best. Her Correct. previous best was like 11 or 12 touches. Jesus. She's she's evolved. She's gone Super Saiyan for season 2021, and I love it. It's only her second year as well. That's incredible. Fuck, she's the best. Jesus Christ. God, she might already be my favorite player. No, I love Orla. Tom will attest to this. Anytime Orla oh. got anywhere near the ball yesterday, I nearly died. Anytime she appeared on the screen <laughs> running into space, Sean would be like, how'd she get there? How'd she get there? <laughs> <laughs> She's great. I was saying to Tom, I think that she, because she started like a house on fire, and I think her third quarter yep. was pretty good as well. So I don't think she's running out the full game just yet. But it's awesome to see her on the wing. And uh, like, no joke, Tom. There were times where, like, she was in the forward line, yep. and then she was on the wing, and yep. then she was in the back line, and then yep. she was back there. No wonder she was tired. I got fucking tired Sean. watching her. How'd she do it? I don't know, but I loved it. She came very close <laughs> to kicking goals. If she kicks Oof. a goal on the run, I will legitimately die. Yeah. We'll, we That'll be it to, for me. We will have to ring the club and be like, you've got to wear armbands with Sean's face on it because he died <laughs> watching you kick that goal. And then she'll kick 10 goals the following week just for you. And then and she'll smile back from to the And she'll smile into the camera and give a thumbs up because all she knows is happiness. That's oh. what the Brisbane team is. I just love all the smiles. Everyone loves footy. I mean, it's easy when you're winning games. But yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck. Um, she was good. Hickey, my 
God. That talk yeah. about, I nearly died for the entire length of this game. Yep. She kicked a goal. I don't know if you saw this one, Joel. She kicked a goal from the magic zone. From oh. 55. And it Jesus. was huge. I couldn't believe it. It was like, in On my mind, I had flashbacks. It was like Ackermanis handballed it to her and she kicked it from 55 and Quartermain <laughs> was commentating and fuck. We won another premiership? God. Oh, she might be the fuck. reason I shaved my head this season. Jesus. She can carry us. And she's young too. You know how many of the Brisbane players are only like 20 years old? It's unbelievable. Almost, that's, I think it's like, uh, I was saying to you earlier today, like you looked at it a couple of years ago. Oh, about Natalie Grider. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Brisbane were challenging a few years ago and then lost a lot of players to expansion. And yet they've now managed to rebuild in the last couple of years, get some yeah. young guns in. Yeah. Grider and, and Wardlaw's only like 20. Yeah, Wardlaw's and- only 20. She had a bit of a quiet game yesterday. Yep. But then so did Sabrina down the other end. So I don't know whether it was the conditions or if it's just... I mean, again, she's 20. She's not going to dominate every game just yet. Yeah, but but also, boys, Sean, there was one other player who I think had a huge game and is an absolute gun, and that is Svark, who not only had a ripper game herself, but just completely shut Monconti out of it. Killed her. Just put her to bed, tucked her in and went, I've got this champ. Murdered her. Svark had a great sort of end to what was a shortened season last year. Yeah. She's just getting started. She's absolutely ready to go. Yeah, she's, just getting, she's, got, she's just getting fucked. And- <laughs> <laughs> she's got her sister in the team now. So she's powered up by family. Oh, it's all fucking happening. Now, Joel, when we had a yes. um, friend of the show, Gemma, on last week, I asked yep. I asked her, who's going to be kicking the goals? And she yep. mentioned Courtney Hodder. And fucking hell, Tom. Was that exciting? That was. <laughs> she's another one. Anytime she got near the ball, nearly died. I, I have I'm going to gonna say, die a lot. I'm going to die a lot watching yeah, yeah. this season. This this game and watching Brisbane be sensational yeah. made me feel so much better. She could have kicked three uh, goals. And anytime she gets Tom. close to someone with the ball, I just I feel like I'm about to witness a murder. And <laughs> Tom, it's exciting. Watching this game should have made you feel good until the game ended and then you looked at next week and then you should have felt like dog shit. Yeah. You should be so scared. I'm, look, I'm you should worried. be the most scared anyone's ever been. You should be more scared than Sean's family because <laughs> Sean's going to die this season and they should be worried about that. But you should be more scared than that. I don't think we'll serve up the same thing two weeks in a row, but I'm look, it's 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 nervous. Tom. It's nerve-wracking. No one cares about Geelong. I, look, Let's bro- talk about Brisbane's Tom. forward line. Bodie kicked two goals. It was great. Hickey from 55. Hodder, dominant. Wooshner was an emergency. She might be back in next week. We don't know. We'll see. Oof. It's all fucking happening. Oh, is it Dakota Davidson? They said in the warm up she was practicing her celebrations for goal kicking, and we got an abs- <laughs> we got an absolute fucking ripper when she kicked a goal. She like this little she put huge. her finger guns to her lips and like kissed them, like she was drumming oh. on her lips and then pointing at the sky. More goals that's, from her, please. Uh, midfield was fucking- midfield was awesome. Lutkins was a rock. It's all pretty. Shannon good, Campbell. Oh, the back Sean. line. I'm I'm in love. I'm in love with this team, and Sean. I'm in love with football. Sean. Yep. How good's 40? Oh, it's the best. It's so fucking good. End the episode. <laughs> and uh, Tom, just on what you said before. Yes. I don't think Geelong's going to serve up the same lackluster performance two weeks in a row, but I'm very, very worried that Brisbane's going to serve up the same performance two weeks in a row, and that's what you should be scared about too. Yeah, sure. But, you know, Rocky beat Ivan Drago, so in this metaphor, you're Drago, Sean. Fucking hell, mate. I'm Rocky. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I've got Rockies in my fucking Why would team. Brisbane be Drago? We're so happy, uh, full of you life. Know what? We love footy. Does that mean fuck? Does that mean Drago like- is a government uh, boys. steroid fucking boxer I've who's just, made, just realized, he's forced to play. I've just realised what it is. 
we what? were like Geelong are Apollo Creed and North Melbourne were Drago, and now Brisbane are going to have to Rocky for North Melbourne. Fucking hell, Jesus! He's That's... lost the plot. Who's the robot? Who's Who? Mickey? You're the robot. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. No. Um, all right, and last game of the round, another huge win uh, by a different team. So uh, Frio dominated the Giants, won by 30 points. Frio took a while to get going as well, and then just like in the second half just really turned it on. So um, scary. Can we talk about the one absolutely fucking cook stat from this game before we move on, which is that uh, Gemma Houghton, uh, who is a full forward, big key forward, <laughs> uh, now holds the record for the most bounces in a game of AFLW with 10. She had 20 <laughs> touches, kicked three goals, and bounced the ball 10 times. She is a key forward the size of a tree. What the fuck? I've seen Brisbane games before in the men's comp where we don't even have a bounce. Yeah. That is insane. 10 bounces. So someone put up, uh, I think Swamp on Twitter put up a thing of like, who who else has had that stat? And it's players like Brent Harvey and like Lee Montagne. So like smaller midfielders. She's a full forward. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Just taking the piss at this point. Jesus, Freo. I, I said I said in our prediction, Freo are going to be scary. And yeah. you know, Turbo, she's rolling in with another ten tackles or something cooked like that. So just they just picked up where they left off. Really, Freo. Unstoppable. Yeah, unstoppable. And and here's the thing, like you said, Joel, they took a while to get into it, and they didn't really really look like they were putting them completely to bed. There's room mm. for improvement, which yeah. is the worst yeah. part of all. I can't be- I can't <laughs> believe. I just can't believe they're going to be undefeated up until grand final day. And then Brisbane. <laughs> and then Brisbane. Hickey from 55 and then straight through the goals and straight into shaving my head. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, like clippers attached to the footy. Yeah. <laughs> just straight through it. Oh, fuck. That's oh. huge. Oh, boy. So let's look at next week. Sounds Do our good. tips, look forward. And also, there has been changes to round two because there has been uh, a lockdown in Perth. Uh, the good news about that is, though, is apparently today there were no new cases. So the lockdown's working? Maybe. <laughs> uh, the issue, though, is that there was two teams in Perth that are now no longer in Perth that have to do a 14-day quarantine. Yes. I haven't looked into that properly yet because the news is like kind of still breaking and it hasn't 100% been confirmed. So the fixture I've got in front of me may not be accurate anymore. So I think I think the Giants were playing West Coast. That game's now not happening. And Adelaide were okay. playing Freo and that game is now not happening. Been postponed. Um, and I think the Giants and Adelaide are both quarantining in South Australia um, for yeah. their 14 days. Who knows what will happen. When this episode comes out, we will look like big dumb fucks as usual. Correct. So. Correct. What's the fixture? Right. So, uh, the games that you just mentioned is not happening are still in front of me. So, we'll just tip those yeah, just sure. in case they happen, I guess. Yeah, why not? Just yeah. in case there's a, a reversal. Uh, so, Friday nights, Western Bulldogs take on Carlton. This will be big because these teams both played well, but didn't get the win. Yeah. I think Carlton are better. I think Carlton will win it. Yeah. I think Carlton will also win it. Yeah, you would, you Carlton fan. Member. A oh, Carlton right. member. Jesus. GTC. <laughs> Saturday, Giants take on the Eagles. Giant, well, uh, Giants. Again. It's not happening. Not happening. Yeah. So I guess uh, draw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say uh, draw also. Yeah. Postponed until later in the season. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Collingwood take on the Suns. 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 
Can't believe uh, yeah. that Perkins and Kalinda will combine for the most ever combined goals in the AFLW's history with 36. Yep. Yep. I think... Uh- I think especially because it looked like Collingwood kind of run out of steam halfway through the game last week. I think that, uh, yeah, Suns will probably also win this. Although it is at Vic Park, but Don't care. Vic Suns. Club is dog shit. Yeah. Uh, then Saturday, Melbourne take on Richmond. Melbourne. 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 Yeah. Sunday, we've got North Melbourne take on St. Kilda. North at Arden Street, too. North. I... I can't tip them, so they hurt me. <laughs> they hurt me too much, so I'm going St Kilda. Uh, I see that you're uh, you're not tipping to win again this year. I guess you just tip in for what you hope happens. Yeah, as always. Why would I change my my winning strategy now, Dusha? Because sometimes you don't tip hey, like that. Hey, you- it got me. It got me within the top ten, I think, last year at some point. What? Okay, Tom, first you of were all, there what- for one moment, yeah, and then you fell away. That's all right. But also, you make like, the Olympics living in the past, man. You make the Olympics once, and you might not win, and you do real bad. But you made the Olympics, Sean. All right, Eddie, the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I will say though that uh, you also don't always use that tipping strategy. Sometimes you just tip for what you hope happens. Sometimes you tip for there's just teams you don't want to tip. Other times you just tip without because you've tipped Collingwood many a times before. Yeah, I regret all those times. No, you don't. No, I, I, as of right now, I regret all of those times. Okay. Anyway, you, look, I don't know why I ever bother questioning you about your tipping strategy, because no matter what you say, it's going to make me more annoyed. It's true. Anyway, Sunday. This is big. Ha- first How Goods Footy Cup of 2021. Brisbane take on Geelong. Uh, it should Brisbane. be Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane for me. Yep. I just Tom, hope Tom. we kick a goal a Two quarter goals. at least. A goal a quarter. Just That's- no. I look. I think we'll be. I think we'll be a lot better this week. I'm scared, but I think fucking go cats. Going to surprise mm. everybody. Yeah. Well, I would be genuinely fucking flawed if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brisbane. And then this is a huge game for the second round because Adelaide take on Frio to round out round two. That's big. That would be so big if that game were going ahead. Was actually happening. I forgot that you just said it was postponed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have tipped Adelaide. Yeah, I would have tipped Freo. I would have. I, I'm going I'm to tip a draw again. Yeah. Um, I tipped that that game will, will not happen. That's a big call. That's a huge. You should put some money on that. Yeah. So just to double check, because Tom, it sounds like you know a little bit more about this than me. Because like I said, like I was at work just before we recorded this, and I've only got like half the updates. Are they just doing? Uh, five games this round, yes. or have they reorganized? Okay, now so those games are going ahead as planned. The other two have just been postponed. So whether they do okay, what cool. they did for the Melbourne accident thing, so where there's a buy later, who knows? So yeah, okay, sick. There's, this whole year, I think the fixture is going to be pretty floaty. Yeah, that, I feel like it's going to happen a lot. All right, well that's uh, round two, and Tom. Yeah, uh, Dusha, I just I missed this last week, and I'm still getting back into the habit. Uh, do we have any emails? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Tom, we've got so many emails. <laughs> we've got a ridiculous amount of emails. And what makes this crazier is all of them bar one came to us in the last three hours. Because wow. Tom... And Sean and listeners, the Collingwood Football Club had a document or a report leaked to the media that found them guilty of uh, systemic racism. Yeah, so uh, Collingwood did that independent review uh, into their racism, acting like heroes, because, hey, we've asked to do this independent review, and everyone's like, yeah, you don't need an independent review. You could just like read any news story involving your president from the last 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the report, Kate, was handed down in December. The next day, yep. Ed McGuire announced he would be retiring in 2021. Yep. Uh, and the report would not be made public at this time. No. But, you know, they were working through the recommendations on the report. Yep. And I think someone yep. at Collingwood went, they're not fucking doing jack shit. I'm going to leak this to the press. And, oh, boy. <laughs> the bare minimum that the, that Eddie Maguire could have done, it was just like 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 literally literally he could either apologize, he could either step aside, he could do so many things, and instead he did none of them, and I've never seen someone punch themselves in the dick on air so many times in a row and then blame the dick punching on someone else. Fuck, he's so, a dickhead. So. Uh, yeah, the reason that ties in is every single one of our emails uh, is about that. Yeah. That exact incident. It is fucked. I've got a few quotes here just to show how... So, yeah. It shows that, yes, uh, Collingwood have been a racist club, basically. Um, and that, like, constantly they have done the wrong thing. And they highlight very specific things where that has happened. But... So it leaks. Uh, Collingwood decide they're still not going to release the report. They they want to work through it by themselves, even though they've had it for at this point two months. Yep. Um, they don't want to share their findings. Of course not, because it, it makes them look like dog shit fuckboys. But <clears throat> here's the first quote from Eddie Maguire. This is a historic and proud day for the Collingwood Football Club. Whew. Boys, I have to admit that when I, I think <laughs> I think I can speak for all of us when I say that when you are found responsible for systemic racism that has vilified mm. indigenous and african people at your club that i uh-huh. think learning that would be a pretty proud day that's a pretty <laughs> pretty proud moment for the club ah oh, fuck i love learning that over my 23 years i have basically been responsible for creating a highly toxic environment 
that uh, I've done fuck all about. But now that I'm in this position of being caught doing it, I'm going to make it my my big risk. Do you know race? Do you know racism exists, guys? Oh, racism's real. My name's Eddie, and I'm fucking stupid. You know what else? There is also quite funny about this. He calls it a proud day in the history of his football club. Yeah. When they did not plan to do a press conference, no. they admitted they only no. did one because it was leaked. Yeah. Because someone within the club yep. went, "We're not doing enough about this." Yeah. And forced yeah. him to come out and confront it. And yeah. he's chosen the. He started the press conference with what a proud day it was. He is what yeah. a fuckhead. I, but also, I, Eddie, 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 <laughs> Eddie Maguire is quite possibly the worst man in the world. He's the biggest cunt in the world. He absolutely is. And we were talking about this before, Sean, when the news broke. Eddie Maguire is so wrapped up his own fucking asshole that he cannot fathom for 30 seconds that he might not be the hero or that he might be in the wrong in any capacity. Any single time, any single time, he is remotely criticised by anyone. He lashes out. He gets defensive. He spins. He lies. He just talks shit. Remember when he the goods thing, and he had to apologize. No, not the goods thing. That fuck. Remember, well, which scandal will I pick for Eddie Maguire? Remember the Caroline Wilson thing. He apologized three times before he actually got to the point where he addressed the concerns, and he did so so fucking begrudgingly. The man is a child, and the fact that he has had any job for any length of time after the way he has behaved is astonishing. Collingwood should sack him immediately, and I think. Everybody uh, should reply to every Collingwood Football Club tweet from now on just asking to have the president resign. Just to clarify the Caroline Wilson one that Tom mentioned, if you're not yes, aware, sorry, was when he sorry. joked on air about uh, how he would like to drown her. Yep. Yes. Because yeah, that's a normal uh, thing that you say yep. as, a, as a president of a, not a Yeah, not a friend of his, uh, a journalist who he had worked with in the past but was also and very had, openly, a lot of, had a lot of fights with. Yeah, openly doesn't like. Uh, yeah, joked about drowning her on air and then tried to drag in another guy who had made the same joke to her face and who is her friend, who these Shen joked and responded to. Well, I'll throw it like, took a scenario that was completely different to his scenario and said, well, someone else, someone else did it. And uh, that was Tony Shaw who got quite emotional about it all. Eddie Maguire, yep. like, the man does not know how to take responsibility for anything. At no point did he yep. apologize. At no point did he put his hand up and say, yeah, we made a mistake. It was, this is a historic day. I'm proud. He also said, it's not systemic racism per se. It's more that we don't have processes in place, which we now do. Now, I'm pretty sure the first line of the fucking report said, we found evidence of <laughs> systemic racism. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. Fuck because- me. The quotes from Eddie Maguire from this interview are the most insane, and if you didn't know the context, you'd be like, oh, okay, like, they've come out and been like, we as Collingwood stand against racism, which you're like, oh, okay, cool, like, good, everyone should be against racism, I don't know why you're making a big deal of it, (laughs) but the fact that it was from a leaked document, but, Hmm. so Jody Sizer is one of the Collingwood board members as well, who was part of the press conference, Eddie Maguire constantly contradicted her, spoke over her, she seemed to know what she was talking about, in fact, look, she seemed very, very disappointed and upset by this, Eddie just kept trying to blame everyone else, because well, um, so she he's a text so like fucking narc- narcissist in that they can't handle any any form of criticism yeah or question of their authority he'd be a, he's a tyrant and he's a bully and he's been in that job for 20 years too long and he's a so he's a disgrace to football and if Gil McLaughlin wasn't such a spineless 
gangly, bad-suited fuckhead, he would mm-hmm. walk up to Collingwood and rip Eddie out of that president's chair tomorrow. Yeah. And, like, look, it's not funny, but some of the quotes are just flat-out insane. Oh, it is. So it's, it's funny I'm in, like, that, s- I can't believe this. Yeah, I co- like, it's one of those things, it's really similar to what he was doing in 2020, where he'd be saying things and then doing the opposite, and people would call him out, and he'd be like, well, what did he think was going to happen? But that's just more evidence that, for years, Eddie Maguire could do that. Just, like, like imagine, the Caroline Imagine, being, thing. imagine yeah. being a president for 23 years of a football club, and your only legacy is all of the scandals that you've been involved in, and you kept your yeah. job. You kept your job. Name, so, me, name look- me, I guarantee you, if, name me, if, if this had been like an assistant coach or like a physio or just some low-level somebody that people didn't like. There's no fucking way this would last. There's a good quote, actually. Sorry to cut you off, Charles. There's a great quote by Russell Jackson, the journalist, and he says, this is honestly one of the most delusional performances you'll ever see by a sports administrator. You'd, (laughs) You'd laugh if there weren't so many victims and so much damage. He's presenting an alternate reality. That's what Colin would are doing. Yeah, They'll yeah. come out today and, and try to be like, it's, we're leaders in what we're doing. And it's they, like, no, you're not. You're the fucking worst. They literally, someone else put a tweet up being like, if you looked at any moment of racism in the AFL, chances are Colin would have been involved in it. Like they've yeah. been involved, the Nicky Winmar stuff. They're involved in the good stuff. They've been involved in Heredia stuff. Like they are at the core of so many fucking dog shit things. And he is there as well. Let's not forget Nathan Buckley has been as big a part of that club for the last 20 years as anybody. Yep. In the entire time of this thing, he's been the captain, he's been the assistant coach, he's been the senior coach. I, that club's never actually going to change properly no. unless he goes as well. And to- that's not going to happen. Yeah. They don't have the backbone to do that. They no. clearly don't have the backbone to get rid of Eddie. Having said that, I think by the time the men's season starts, Eddie's gone. Yeah, absolutely. The pressure, the pressure will get so big and so bad. He will. The next few weeks are going to be fascinating, boys, because he is going <laughs> to dig his heels in. And he's going to flail widely. You watch. He's going to like start insulting people. He's going to draw long bows. He's going to be like, yeah, well, remember that time um, Lee, Lee Matthews knocked someone out and, and I love uh, I love the King Kong musical. And uh, one time I shook hands with Travis Varco. Okay. So fuck you, everyone. He's going to lose his mind. And I just can't wait to watch it happen in real time. So just to end the episode, because like there's just so much stuff in front of me that I just cannot believe happened. Yeah. But so... Jody Sizer said, as the report states, it's time to act. It's a time for Collingwood to meet the moment. Yeah. Eddie then immediately said, it isn't a criticism. This is a review. It's very strong because we asked them to go as hard as they could so we could have a base to build our club on. We wanted to seize the moment, look at the world affairs over the last 12 months and put ourselves ahead of it. Yeah, right. So right. He's-, he's literally <laughs> implying that this is Collingwood's reactions to the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, it wasn't because they're getting sued out the fucking arsehole by Lumumba, and I hope, yeah. I hope he gets every fucking cent from that president's fucking pocket. Yep. Burn the club to the ground. War on Collingwood 2021 has started in earnest, boys. Uh... I'm extremely proud. I've been here for a long time. We've done a lot of great things. Yeah. What have you done? Yeah, what? Name one. But I... Uh, oh, um, we, won a, we won a premiership once. Yeah. From how many attempts? <laughs> what a fuckhead. It is... Uh, he also... <laughs> he says that he saw some uh, players in the gym implying, like, like uh, people of color players for Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, in the gym, and they're delighted by the report, which everyone was like, what? Why would you be delighted? <laughs> also, also, I've got a follow-up question. I'm now just doing the math 
There's what there's not that many there's not that many non-white players at Collingwood because they traded out a few of them. Varco retired. I think there's what Isaac Quainor. I don't know who else is there. I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of another non-white player for Collingwood. So yeah, the direct quote is: I spoke to a couple of players today in the gym, and they're delighted by it talking about the report like he said he also says it's not systemic racism even though that's what the entire press conference is about uh he then goes to say it's a day of pride people have to get past the idea of tearing people down tearing down institutions who are wait wait hang on yeah he's a dumbass he then so, yeah, he then he also says, he, he then also the way he talks in some of this press conference it's like he's just discovered racism and that it's bad and that he needs to he literally says something like you know it's not just a problem at Collingwood it's not just a Collingwood problem it's a problem all around the world it's like yeah we fucking know like have you read anything about history at at any point Eddie at any fucking point anyway he's a dumb piece of shit and I think it's never applied to him so he's never had to no, bother he's he's he is if you had to show me what white privilege looks like. I would show you a photo of Eddie Maguire. Mm. But come on, Tom. He's just a battler from Brody. He's, uh, he's, he's the biggest fucking knobhead from wherever he's fucking going, going so, to. Hate him. One of the last quotes from him is, we're not a racist club. We're a club that tries to do well. And the top... So that's a tweet because that was a tweet by itself. Yeah. A lot of people uh, jumped on this, uh, including <laughs> someone on Twitter called Total Dad Bod who replied with a picture of Kent Brockman from The Simpsons with the caption, dumb words. Dumb words from a dumb cunt. <laughs> and I think, that's, I think that's the last word on Eddie Maguire, boys. Uh, so you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter uh, when we're not being temporarily banned uh, at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Orchid Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And boys, Eddie Maguire's a big cunt. And that's all there is to say. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big- 